Casey's Parrot Paranormal. Good evening, folks, and welcome to another episode of Chasing Spirits Paranormal. I'm your host, Henry, along with Jeff. Hi. And in our playpen is Paige and Walter. Hello. Hello. Why don't you guys just sit back, relax, and have a cocktail? Paige, what is our drink for the night? Oh, our drink is the Voodoo Daiquiri. Mm. It's very grapey. It's um, grape juice. Bourbon and some vodka or Everclear. We have vodka as we're using. Serve it over ice and, and drink up. It will sneak up on you, I imagine. Yeah, it was bur- like two ounces of, bo- of bo- uh, bourbon, two ounces of vodka or something like that. It will catch up. It will sneak up it's on you. It's got at least three ounces of alcohol in there, so it's, yeah. I don't suggest driving. <laughs> it's kind of like taking an edible weed, uh, weed edible and just while you're driving. And don't do it while you're driving. No. <laughs> right, Henry? Oh, we don't pull. I've done that mistake. Oh, I know. I've been with you. <laughs> did I know I was driving that night? No. No, no you did not. Like, Henry, uh, we're going to change drivers right now. <laughs> you see in four roads and three lines. Got that right. <laughs> well, tonight, <laughs> folks... We are going to be talking about a little place in Louisiana. And Walter, why don't you take off on this one? Down in the bayous. Down in the bayous. Down, down the bayous of Louisiana. That's a lot. There's more than one. That's a lot. So we're going to be talking about Voodoo Bayou. Hence when the people drink. think Voodoo Bayou, they think, oh, where's that at? Well, Voodoo Bayou is actually the swampland. It's any body of water that surpasses through the swamp because legend has it, you know, the bayous is the ancestral home of the Choctaw and the Homa Native American tribes. It's also the final sanctuary of the Acadian outcasts and a former shelter for all the runaway slaves. And uh, from as long as you can remember back, you know. So it's filled with hoodoo and voodoo. Ghost, there's graves throughout the swamp. There's unmarked graves everywhere. Uh, legends, unfathomables, and murky depths. I mean, growing up there, I can honestly say there's a lot of murky depths. And uh, I've, I've always fished in Pierre Park. We have a little spot called Voodoo Bayou. We call it Voodoo Bayou. It runs along the Chafalaya Basin or the Bell River Spillway. And uh, it was, uh, this crazy stuff goes on in there. And then there's the Manshack Swamp. Manshack Swamp is probably the, the scariest one. Many people are going into the Manshack Swamps and never come out. So are you talking about the with the, natu- with the uh, deaths, are they natural? Or are they people getting eaten up? Or We don't know. They never find them. And if they do find them, it's usually years later. Uh so you people, go, people go in and come out. They're never the same. People go in. A lot of people go in there and who brave it. Like me, I, I've been in there. See things they can't explain. Hear things they can't explain. I mean, this is a lot of spooky stuff. I can so, I'm going to sum it up right here. I'm going to read this to you. This is pretty cool. It says, uh, the Manshack Wetlands. It's about a half an hour northwest of New Orleans. Wait, how, and, how do you uh, spell that, though? Manshack. 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 
Yep, Manchac is M-A-N-C-H-A-T, the Manchac wetlands. So it borders the Poncho Train, and it also borders the Mississippi River in that area, in the spillway. And the uh, it's got the you know cypress trees with the moss. It's just a, it's it's a it's got the summer pea green waters covered in tiny leaves, crawling with insects, alligators, ghost gray cypress trees. I mean, everything about it is just it's beautiful to us, but it's it's real. It's murky. It's 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 just you know. And uh, there's a little town out there. There's a little logging town of Ruddock. And uh, the, let's see, when you go into Louisiana and you say, hey, I'm going crawfish in a swamp, I think I'm going to hit man jack today, I'm going hog hunting. People tell you, hey, man, be careful going to the swamp, you know. Uh, there's a lot of supernatural threats and the curse of Julia Brown. And that's interesting. So the swamps are supposedly cursed by voodoo priests called Julia Brown. Not Marie Laveau, Julia Brown. Crazy thing is, there was another priestess who was a healer. Her name was Bloody Mary. This is where the term Bloody Mary came from. Not the Bloody and, Mary, as in Queen. And these two, they liked each other, supposedly. Well, mm. uh, so Julia Brown, sometimes called Julia White or Julia Black. Weird. But you'll hear her. She's a legend. Uh, she described in local legends. She was a Buddhist priestess who lived at the edge of the swamp and worked with residents of the town of Frenier, Louisiana. She was known for her charms, her curses, as well as her singing in her eerie song with a guitar on the porch. One of the most memorable and disturbing went, one day I'm going to die and take the whole town with me. And that's exactly what happened. The day I've heard of this person. Yes, and this is where the voodoo and hoodoo comes into play. I mean, uh, Julia Brown, she she specifically told everybody this in a song. Everybody said, oh, she was just doing that to scare you. But here's the crazy part. So back when Brown was alive, at the turn of the 20th century, the town of Ruddock, Frenier, and Napping was a proposed settlement clustered on the edge of Lake Pontchartrain, sustained by logging centuries-old cypress trees. She didn't like that. They were cutting them down as fast as they could find them back in the day. That's why we put a stop to it. And uh, oh, now hold hold on one sec. Could you explain to <clears throat> the folks that? out there, um, you know, the difference between voodoo and hoodoo, in case they don't know? Well, it's just uh, oh Lord, you caught me now. Uh, that's a good question because there are it's a difference. It seems like there is, yeah, it's very is. similar, but voodoo is way. more healing. Voodoo is, from what I understand, I mean, they're both healing, but voodoo can be good or bad, and hoodoo is more, I don't know. Okay, hold on. I hate to say the word. Voodoo is derived from from slaves, from African culture. I think hoodoo came from, I need to have to look that Okay, voodoo is the religion of Africa, African Americans. Yes. Voodoo yes. is the magic that's derived from the teachings of voodoo. Okay. Voodoo is the craft. The uh, practice where voodoo is the mindset and the monarchy. Ah. Uh, right. <laughs> okay, so voodoo, voodoo is kind of like the basis for for voodoo. Voodoo came from voodoo. I'm a, okay. Right. And you see, in my opinion, I'm going to be hon
to me, is the way it's taught. Uh, you hear a lot about hoodoo, but in, in, in Louisiana, everybody, it's voodoo, voodoo, voodoo. But what they don't realize is that too, you know, it's voodoo and hoodoo. So, uh, on September 29th of 1915, she, a massive hurricane swept through Caribbean. And this is what created the voodoo bayous. This is why people fear the bayous. And, uh, New Orleans got, I mean, they got, they got hit and uh, they had 13 to 16 feet of water. The winds were 125 mile an hour. What? And the town folks set refuge. They tried to run to the railroad depot, which collapsed, killed 25 people instantly in this little town. Altogether, close to 300 people in Louisiana died with almost 60 in Frenier and Rudock alone. When the storm cleared on October 1st, Freena Rudock and and Napton had been entirely destroyed, wiped out. Homes, flattened buildings, demolished, everything. The miles of railway tracks washed away. One of the few survivors later described how he clung to an upturned cypress tree and shut his ears against the screens of those dying. And this is what, this is the crazy part about Julia Brown or Julia White. It, uh, <clears throat> Right here, let me I, I underline that. I want to make sure because I want people to know this. This is crazy. Uh, let me put it in a, my printer is really, I think I gotta get some ink. The hurricane seemed to come out of nowhere, but if you listen to the guys who take tourists in, in the in Manjack Swamp, the storm was a result of the wrath of Julia Brown. That's what everybody in Louisiana believes. Because of her song. She said when she died, she was going to take this town with her. And she did. And, uh, <clears throat> she did. And it, this, the crazy part is, uh, since 18, I'm, I want to find that part. It's, I, I underlined it. But I dropped my paperwork while I was. So <clears throat> did she take the town out of spite then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it, that's what we don't I, It doesn't really... She was mad. They basically what people think is she was mad because they were cutting the swamps down. Back then, cypress trees was like gold. It was they were cutting them down as fast as they could, and um, she didn't like that. Also, they were going into the swamps. You got to remember from early eighteen hundreds to around late twenty. That was the hiding place for slaves, the home of Indians, Choctaw Indians. That was there. You know, the slaves ran there for sanctuary. That was their hiding place. And uh, so, I mean, the day of her funeral, yeah, I have this right here. So she died. And they said, they laid, she had died right before the storm. Uh, the hurricane seemed to come out of nowhere. But if you listen to the guys, they say Brown laid a curse on the town because she felt taken for granted and that the lambs were taken for granted. A curse that came true when the storm swept through on the day of her funeral and killed everyone around on certain tours. The guys said people had run down a swamp graveyard, which is still there. I've seen it. It's amazing. Hmm. Mark 1915. But the good place to tell people that Brown's ghost still haunts the swamps from Manshack all the way down to Bell River, Chafalaya Basin. She haunts the swamps. She said she was going to take the town down with her, and she did. So it's kind of like a it's kind of like a cursed town. Right. Then. She cursed it. Right. 
And uh, so it, it's right here. It says, uh, I can't read. I can't say the words, though. But I mean, the way it's read. I got the original article. But I there's still people that live there then, right? Right. So, and here's, here's our history. So I've been in a swamp. Yeah, people still live in the town. The town is still there. It's very small, these towns. It's St. Mary Parish. Goes, uh, St. Mary Parish actually has a bayou. It's the, we call, they call it the original Voodoo Bayou, but it was created in 1880. Um, the slaves would run these the swamps. It was a safe haven for them because back then, I guess unless you were Cajun, you didn't go in the swamp. But the slaves were actually... They went in the swamp. They lived in the swamp. I'm sure y'all saw the Civil War movies where the slaves went into. There was I forgot the name of that movie where they they actually went into the swamps of Georgia and all, and they thrived there for five years during the Civil War. And you know, well, I remember lived, that that survived. one Mel Gibson movie. Matthew McConaughey. Yes. No, uh, the Free State of Jones. Yes. Oh yes. yeah, the Free State yes. of Jones. That was a that was a damn good so, movie. Now, St. Mary Pass, uh, which is the uh, the Voodoo Swamp. So when people say, hey, Voodoo Bayou, they mean the swamps of Louisiana. Any bayou that goes into the swamp is Voodoo Bayou yeah. because of the history of the swamps. It, it's eerie. It's eerie. I've been in the swamps. I've fished them my whole life. I've fished Voodoo Bayou in St. Mary Pass. And I'm going to tell you what. I've seen things. I've seen apparitions go across the water. I've heard moans. I've heard singing i've heard the taunting and you just got to put it past I, one day it was me my son we went into uh it was probably about a a mile and a half in and we were frogging and i remember my aunt used to tell me all the time i can't believe you're going there i'm not going there there's no way and i'm like oh y'all come on now i said we, i want to see a ghost you know back then we didn't have the recording devices we got now right but we went in there and you know we were frogging and man, we were doing good. Oh, no, well, wait a minute now. For um, our listeners out of uh, out of America, you might want to explain what frogging is. <laughs> the ones that uh, don't okay. live in the south. So frogging <laughs> is, is is a, it's a Cajun Cajun culture. Uh, we frogging. make money catching bullfrogs because right. they're delicious. And when bullfrogs eating, opens Ugh, up, like everybody races out to get them. And they're not. It's uh, not like a you know a typical little small bullfrog that you that no, you see in your yard. You they're big. Three pounds. Woo. I've caught them up to three pounds. And uh, no, they don't taste like chicken. Tastes better than chicken, but they look like a chicken leg. And uh, we make a lot of money on them. It's a delicacy in Louisiana, Texas, Mississippi. What do you do? What, what do you do? What do you see all around the world? Yeah, but it, you 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 uh, you eat the legs. But what do you do with the rest of the frog? Uh, that's a why. In the restaurant, they serve just the legs, but we we fry the legs, the backbones, and the front legs. It's all meat, and it's it's kind of like a chicken. You know, you got two front legs, two back legs, and the backbone, and it's really good. Huh. Uh, but we went there. We were frogging, uh, and about halfway in, my son saw something, pointed me to it, and I was like, "Wow!" All right. So we saw, we saw, we saw. It was a white apparition. We started hearing a lot of noise. It started getting real creepy this night, and it was pitch dark. There was no moon out, so we're mm-hmm. running on lights, crawling, catching frogs. We're doing real good. And uh, I got a little too confident, and actually, you know, the motor killed. 
can you start your boat? I said, well, we're going to get out of here. So I dropped my trawler motor down, turned around, and it was like, well, let's get out. I said, we're going to frog all the way out, but we're going out. Uh, there's things in there you can't explain. You hear things, you see things. You sure it's Residual hauntings everywhere. I mean, it's crazy creepy. And as soon as we exited the canal at the basin of, of the lake, oh, I started my boat right up, started right up. We went home. Uh, Manshack Swamp. We do a lot of hog hunting in Manshack Swamp. And um, there is an old graveyard back up in the swamp. And uh, I actually had a deer stand probably about 150 yards from it one season. It was the creepiest deer stand I ever had. Needless to say, I don't think I killed a deer there, but I, I, um, it was eerie. I didn't stay in the stand very long every day because it was just, I can't explain things you here and there. Um, St. Mary Parish, going down, that's where the that's where the voodoo and hoodoo was, is the most. For some reason, St. Mary Parish, even to today, it's, it's it's real popular. So when people say, hey, man, where's Voodoo Bayou? If you try to look at Voodoo Bayou... You're not going to find it. You're not going <laughs> to find it. You're out. not going to find it. Because Voodoo Bayou was named by the Cajuns who went back there to, to fish. Now, in uh, St. Mary's Parish, around that area, uh, that's going down towards like Bell Chase and all, there is a bayou named Voodoo Bayou that was... Dug out, flooded out in the late 1880s. Uh, but as we know, in St. Mary's Parish and down that way, Chalmette Voodoo and Hoodoo. I don't, I don't think the Hoodoo is as much as everybody said, but Voodoo, they still practice and there's a lot of weird, I mean, that's one spooky place. And we used to go red fishing out there and, and uh, we tried not to get there. While it was dark, we try to leave before dark because it's just, I've seen a beautiful day. And all of a sudden, I seen fog come in so thick you couldn't even, you you were scared to start your motor just instantly. And, um, that sounds like voodoo. It's it's crazy. It's creepy. It's really creepy. Now, the history goes back. It's not just haunting the swamps, it's not just her curse. History goes back. Now, you got to remember, New Orleans was home to two big, thriving Indian tribes, Choctaw and Home Indians. And uh, the Home Indians, they still, you know, they still live and live off the land and dwell out there. They still have powwows. They, they still do that, that thing. And um, as you know, they had a Home Indian. When Swamp People first started, he was on there. And uh, Indians are known to have cursed to protect the lands. So... So when you think of the, the bayou, and it's it's just it's an assortment of good, bad, you know, rougarou, whatever they want to call it. The rougarou. It's a, yeah, it's it's a creepy haunted place. It's it's got some haunting. It's it's really haunted. It's been a lot of people that I I even know like that- in swamp never come out. Uh, going in the swamp, lost their lives. Don't know why. And that that uh, almost makes it more creepy because I mean, you're out there in the in nature, and all of a sudden, you know, oof. you hear about somebody that either That's died right. out there in one way or the other. Yep. By nature. I mean, my, but my uncle, so my grandfather's brother, my don't don't lie, that's a 
he used to always, he was a man of time. He would wake up five in the morning. He'd tell his wife, or four in the morning. He'd tell his wife, I'm going to the lake to run my lines. If I'm not back by eight o'clock, give me one hour. I may have broke down. If I'm not back by nine, I want you to call someone. If I'm not back by 10, I'm dead. Dang. He said, at night, I would go out at this time. If I'm not back by this time, you give me an hour. And and one day I got the call. It was at Avondale. She brought me and said, hey, Auntie uh, Lloyd didn't come in this morning. I said, okay, what time? What time did y'all know? Well, it was about 9.30. Uh, they called. Uh, we found his boat in Bayou Groback, which is outside the lake. Bayou Groback, can you turn in there? It's swamp. It's just murky grass, water. And he used to always tell everybody, I'm going to die doing what I love. He had a stiff leg. He threw the gun in his truck when he was a kid and it went off and shot him in the leg. Ooh. And the service Ouch. back then wasn't as good. Well, it took three days, but we found him. And he had hung on to the boat. He tried. He couldn't get back in his boat. He had got a metal boat and he couldn't get back in because of his leg. Ooh. So he hung there and he died of hypothermia. But he fell out of his boat for something he's been doing for years and years, his whole life. A hook caught him on the finger, Ooh. pulled him in the water, and then the grassy seaweed and all of the water because the swamp is just, you know. Yeah. And an alligator so, didn't get at him? So, what's that? Alligator didn't get at him? No, no. I get tell details. I have family listening, but, uh, <laughs> you know, mm. this, this swamp took a little toll on him, but this is a man that I looked up to. He was great. Uh, I had a good friend of mine fished out of Manshack. Now, when I say Manshack, you got to realize, Pierre Port is here. And you go 35 miles to the Bell River Spillway, you come up to the Mississippi River. You go down the Mississippi River back then, and you can cross into Manshack Swamp. This was a trail. The slaves would walk the corners of these woods. And back then, you could walk across the Mississippi River in spots. And they wouldn't walk that. And now Manshack is about 38, I think 38, 40 miles uh, west. Wait, let's see. I want to make sure I'm saying this right. New Orleans East. Well, from Manshack to New Orleans would be east, about 38 miles east of New Orleans. Then when you get to New Orleans, that's where the booty was real thick. But what people right. realize is the slaves left these areas. Mm. That's where they always went. They went through the swamp. So there's a lot of history in there. Because the swamp, they can hide. You know? It's, uh, I mean, I could sit all night and tell you the things I've seen in the swamp. And the creepiest one is the ghost that went across my boat, stopped on the bow of it, and then went off. So you had a ghost stowaway? What's that? Had a ghost try to stow away? I don't know. He tried, but I don't know if he was throwing away or maybe he wanted a Bud Light or something. I don't know, but he it just appeared on the bow of my boat. It was me and a good friend of mine, and uh, and then it was gone. Was there any uh, rumor? Was there any rumors about who it might be? No, there's so many now. The ghost when you go to Manshack, they the ghost of Manshack. I mean, uh, Julia White or Julia Brown. They call. You hear you hear her play her guitar in the song. People say they hear her singing her song. They hear her strumming the song, and uh, but it's the woman in white. Yeah, you know, I guess in you white. could say it's a woman in white. Hmm. 
Hmm. They're but always in light the on crazy her. thing is, is they say she was she was a healer. But when she died, she wrote this evil song. I mean, and they said she was just doing that to scare people. But I just don't believe it because she died before the storm. And she always, she wrote a song, of, I, I think it was within a year or two of her dying. And she said, one day I'm going to die and take the whole town with me. And it's all because she she just... She felt taken for granted, unappreciated. Right, she felt taken for granted. And she felt like her land was taken for granted. So she, I, figured, I feel when she died, she just felt, you know, hey, I'm going to wipe this place out. It needs a start over. It needs a redo. And when I say this storm came in on the day of her funeral, it got so scary. I can read this to you, but I just, I don't know if it's appropriate for me to read it the way it's written. I have the original uh, thing. Uh, and uh, it said, many pranks are played by wind and tide, but I'm just going to use the term uh, colored folks, had gathered for miles around to attend a funeral. Some even came out of the swamps. Aunt Julia Brown as she was known to them, an old black who was well known in the section, in that section, and was a big property owner. The funeral was scheduled, and Aunt Julie had been placed in her casket. Now, this is weird. This is how they buried somebody of priesthood, a priestess. She was placed in her casket, and the casket, it turned, had been placed in a customary wooden box and sealed at four o'clock. However, the storm had become so violent that everyone left and ran to the houses in a stampede, abandoning the corpse. The corpse was found Thursday, and so was the wooden box, but the casket, till today, has never been found. Wow. Bloody Mary, this was a lady now, Bloody Mary. So y'all heard the term Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. This is where it arrived from. Yep. Her name was Bloody Mary. She was another priestess, but she was a hoodoo priestess doesn't think Brown laid any kind of curse on the town. Voodoo isn't as much about curses as it is about healing, she said. The local she had spoken to remembered Julia as a beloved local healer, not a revengeful type. In fact, Mary suggested that Julia's song may have been more warning to the townsfolk than a curse against them. Perhaps Brown even tried to perform an anti-storm ritual and was unable to stop the hurricane before it was too late. Whatever she did, Mary says, it wasn't out of malevolence. Now, this was, she wrote this in an article back then. And if she's still in the swamp, you have less to fear from her than from the alligators, the mosquitoes, and all of nature in there, or the other evil spirits that lurk that she tried to keep out of the town. And that's, I mean, it's just, man, Louisiana, dark history, is is amazing and here's the thing all these old houses on the river that haunt these beautiful 1700 homes 1600 homes they all border swamps there's no telling what kind of energy comes out of the swamp not a good one not a good one i wouldn't think i've seen it me my son there's gotta be some good in the swamp just because it's a swamp doesn't mean it's gonna be bad was that just because it's in a swamp doesn't mean it's going to be bad. I don't know. Right. If it's if it's dark well, out there a, and you got killer creatures uh, in there and you got yeah, mosquitoes okay, and you the, got the gators and the moccasins and the right. newsreads, oh, they have to survive too. But I, the mosquitoes can go away. We learned and we're taught how to how to live with it. Yeah. But 
I still, I, I remember growing up, they used to tell me, don't ever, always have a little fear in the back of your mind. If it, does, if it doesn't seem right, it isn't right, get out. But I wouldn't like that. Hey, man, look, I'm going to make my money today. So, <laughs> and I always went in there. Uh, I've, I've seen a full, like I said, I've seen the, the, the general, the Confederate general that walks the ports in the property of Whitney Plantation, me and my son. I'm going to get my son on the show. He's got to tell you the story. So what was um, the general's name? We, do you know? We don't know. We you don't should go know. to find out. They think was... he was a general. He was there. To, from, we're trying to find that out. Uh, I, I've been out of touch with Mr. Ronnie, but there's three three they think who it is, but we've even had them drawn out because numerous people have seen him. My cousin's seen him. I've seen him, but we saw him clear as day, straddling his gun across his arm, smoking a pipe. You could see straight through, but you could see his full uniform, Drake coat with the capper hat, you know, the like the Western style, I call it. They were, and till this day, I mean, I saw that. I saw the ghost that flies through the church on River Road. I mean, there's River so Road's much beautiful. history. Is it all bad? I don't think it's as bad as people think it is. No. People amp it up as bad. But when you go in the swamp, it's easy to amp it up. Because Voodoo Bayou, I will say one thing. Voodoo Bayou. I've fished and hunted. I've seen some creepy stuff. I've seen bad accidents in there. I know people that won't even go near it. They won't just sunken boats everywhere. There's bushkills. A bushkill is a cypress. So a cypress tree grows in the water. I think it's more, it it almost seems more mysterious than... mm -hmm. People give you the name Voodoo Bayou to keep, because that's your favorite fishing hole. So call it Voodoo, to let other people away from it. Well, it's, it's not bet, just better it, name. No, like, because this has been you're since, gonna die ho- fishing hole. You know, <laughs> a lot of we respect the swamp. A lot of people respect the swamp. We now know that the Indians uh, were there in 300 and 500 BC because they dug up a canoe in my cousin's yard, and uh, it's now sitting in the museum. Uh, I, I think it's in the museum in New Orleans. They oh, sent it to Texas for a year to have it. It's a complete P-Rog. What P-Rog. we call a P-Rog, not a canoe. What's a P-Rog? So a P-Rog is a smaller version of a canoe, but more oh, okay. than And they were used to down cypress trees. Uh, cages made a living on them P-Rog. for years. We also use what was called a Ponte Joe, which is just a wooden flat bottom push boat. I'm sure you see the old pictures of a guy standing in a flat boat pushing it through the swamps of Louisiana. Uh, How deep are the swamps out there? What's that? How deep are the swamps? Well, there's places in the swamp people ain't even set foot on. In Chafalaya Basin, is the largest swamp, body of swamp in the world. That's yeah, I've got, that's a long-ass bridge. That uh, <laughs> bridge is long. So there's places back there that ain't even been touched. I know... Uh, you can drown, okay? You can't drown. You mean water deepness? Yeah. Oh, you could you could walk through it all day. There's spots that might be up to your chest, but most of it is, you know, knee deep, ankle high. It depends on the time of the year. Yeah, then uh, you get bit by snakes. then you get bit by a water moccasin. You still well, drown. Well, I can tell you from walking through the swamps because when the water is shallow and we're running crawfish traps, we'll park our boat in the front. We'll put our hip waders on. We'll walk, you know, eight hundred oh. traps. 
pulling the P-Rock behind us to put our crawfish in. And I can tell you, every 100 by 100 square foot, you're going to see at least six cottonmouths. It is the land yeah. of poisonous snakes. They're yeah, that's snakes. It's, it's beautiful, though. It's most, lovely, you know, but like, you're not like going to summer chubby ass down there. Uh-huh. So what we call beautiful here, when you go in the swamp, it's like, wow, it's beautiful. But you can't mistake it. It's, it's, uh, a, deadly it's a deadly beauty. place. And a, lot of, a lot of bad things have happened in the swamp. A lot of good things. Um, but it's got a lot of dark history. And well, a lot of it's not good. I mean, from Morgan City to the base of the Mississippi River, down the Mississippi River to New Orleans, there was a home. You might know this story. Uh, I forgot the name of the plantation where the slaves had revolted against the owners and they killed the wife, uh, the son, and someone else in there. Well, when the dad got home, he was, he was, they were really mean to the slaves. They killed a lot of slaves. They didn't care. They beat them. These slaves ran and it was pretty brutal. They, in turn, as they were leaving, other slaves revolted with them and they would leave. So as a warning, they chased them down for days. And as they caught up to each one, they would kill them and put their head on a pole facing the bayou. As a warning. That stretch right there is the most haunted place around. Uh, there is a show you can watch where um, um goes to Morgan City. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I don't they remember went the, down I don't remember there. The and but... They caught some pretty good stuff. That uh, make a good movie. Yeah, really. yeah, then you got you got Bell River Highway, which goes right through Bell River. There's Bell River on one side, Lake Red on the other. Um, there used to be a lady that haunted the roads. I don't know why, but when I find out, she was killed by a hit-and-run driver years ago. So she haunts the road, and she causes wrecks. She'll pop up with people. They swear they saw somebody. Nobody's there. Uh, I no, mean, there's eerie ghosts. stuff like that. There's that a just, lot of female ghosts out there. You know that. Mm-hmm. Just recently, maybe 15, 20 years ago, they found uh, in, um, okay, my cousin lives in Kelowna. It's around Vashery. In between Vashery and Kelowna, there's a cane field where they had a little skirmish. We, did, we know this now because they found it. And they found a, a burial site. And there's probably 50 to 100 soldiers just buried in one mass grave there. Hmm. Civil War? Yeah, yeah, and they just found this out, but unfortunately, it's Canefield right over the top of it. Uh, if you drive through Louisiana and you see cane fields, and then you see a big oak tree in the middle, they're not allowed to cut the oaks, the live oaks. They're beautiful trees. Yeah, they are. Uh, you can usually drive to that tree, and there's a cemetery near these trees. There's cemeteries out in the cane fields. And uh, well, you I've know. seen, man, I've walked cane fields in Louisiana. And if you want to experience ghost hunting at its best, go to Louisiana, go pull outside the, the road, <laughs> right at night, and walk in a cane field. You will experience you something. Think you do that? It is, uh, think about it. These fields are so <laughs> it's, it's creepy. Uh, I think the worst, the best experience I ever had was at, at the uh, St. Let me make sure I say it right. It's on the east bank side of the river, past Baton Rouge, town called St. Francisville. I'm sure you've heard of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there's a plantation back there. It's the second most haunted Shadows plantation. Shadows of the Tesh. Around. 
The Myrtles. The Myrtles. Yes. The Myrtles. Oprah took a crew there one day, and they all slept there. And because of one of her film crew, they shut a room down forever. Nobody is allowed to go in that room. That damn Oprah, you know? I went there. She just ruined it for everybody, didn't she? I went there, and I backed off the tour. It was nighttime, and I started taking pictures of everything, every room. I went in that room. Fortunately, the hurricane got these pictures, but I caught some good stuff. I caught the slave in the window. I caught the apparition of the young kids squatted down in the corner of the wall. I caught orbs, everything. Got in trouble, but, you know, had fun. The Myrtles is very haunted. Oh, I know. I've heard stories of the Myrtles. They were not nice to their slaves. They had some crazy stuff going on there. Isn't that that where they had a woman that cut cut her ears off? Yeah. Yeah. What they cut her ears off for? Wasn't she supposedly having uh, an affair with she was having, the... Yes, she was having an affair with yeah. the owner. Oh. So... Because uh, she was a slave. She didn't have much choice. wife oh. cut her ears off. So she... Supposedly so she couldn't hear when they left. It's crazy. Oh. She could still now, hear. She just... Didn't she bake a cake? Um, she, she poisoned him with a cake. Yeah. Yes. And it was later, I think they hung her and executed her. And um, an heir of hers, which would have been a kid, and she haunts the planet. She was also, she was also into voodoo. And legend tells it, she didn't, she wasn't into it for religious purposes. She was into it. She was an angry person. She was mad. She was just beaten. And uh, (laughs) she was into the voodoo big time. But yeah, I mean, you know, if you're going to cut somebody's ears off, people. then you got to be a pretty um, bitter person. Oh, I'd man. be bitter, too, to cut my ears off. I'd be bitter, too. You cut my ears off. I mean... I'd be pissed. You know. So you said man. some surgery to have to replace them? Surgery yeah. back then? So, yeah. she... Uh, so here's the thing for everybody to listen out there. If you decide, hey, I want to go to Louisiana, take a swamp tour. You will never... It's something you'll never forget. Man Shack offers some of the... They offer swamp tours. Swamp ghost through tours? Manshack, and they bring you through the old graveyard sites where Julia Brown was laid to rest in the middle of the swamp. Uh, and uh, people see a lot of stuff on the, on the tours. Uh, you hear a lot of things. Take the evening tour. It's always the best. Um, oh, I just imagine. I've seen a lot of stuff. I can't even describe how haunted Louisiana is, the swamps of Louisiana. And it's another thing, I, I believe it's haunted because it, it's a hot, humid place. But it's got its own... When I, if, if I was in Louisiana right now, I'd be in the swamp. That's, I was always... That was my job, to be in the swamp. I loved it. And uh, I wouldn't have it no other way, but I've seen a lot of stuff. I heard a lot of stuff. I can't even. Mm-hmm. I wish I had all the equipment we have now that we use on ghost hunts. You know, the EVP recorder. Man, if I had all this back then, I'd. I'd have. I mean, it would be great. But now we have the technology where I wish I could get back out of there because I would. And I so, get some of this on film, and a lot of people are now, and we're finding out a lot of stuff. So, okay, Walter. We're gonna have to wrap it up, brother. Yes, for sure. And we want to be going to make our own. Swamp tour one day, huh? Oh, yes, indeed. Well, yes, we'll go down there as Walter as a tour guide. 
I'll bring anybody. I, I know him. Oh, I know Walter, you know, we have Henry here. You might want to get a big P-Row for him, though, okay? <laughs> I'd what? be scared to bring yeah. Henry, though, because Henry has that attachment thing, and the swamp's kind of... Needy? <laughs> well, the swamp's got... I mean, there's good and bad in the swamp. I'm, I'm going to be honest. There's good and bad in the swamp. Uh, yeah, just like, so, like in the mountains or the sea. Yeah, yep. I mean, I'll be happy in the mountains so. right now. Well, anyway, T. Walter, hang loose, and we're gonna wrap this show up. Everybody, stay strange. Have a good night. Good evening, everybody. Later. Where is this?